This is First You Hustle, a podcast from the Columbus College of Art and Design meant to help students and creative professionals put their expertise to use. I'm Jordan Bell, and I'm joined by my colleague. My name is Maria Dapolito. I am the Director of Student Engagement here at CCAD. And today we're going to tell you about how in February, for one day, the college went unplugged. Unplug Day started as an idea that stemmed from students really being extra stressed out and we started asking ourselves why. And the answer to that question a lot of the times was social media and technology. And in 2019, when you ditch social media, even for a day, it's gonna make the news. How long can you go without it? We're talking students, faculty, and staff at the Columbus College of Art and Design. Unplugged day. It's a student-led initiative. Students at CCAD are challenging their peers, though, to put the phones down for a day. We'll tell you all about it and why it's something you should consider doing, too, all coming up next on First You Hustle. Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. Yes, this is a career-focused podcast, and yes, today we're talking about getting off social media occasionally. So how are the two related? Well, being your top professional self means finding a sense of balance in your life, remaining positive, keeping up your energy, and taking a break from social media every now and again helps to do just that. But first, let's set the scene for what it means when Columbus College of Art and Design decided to, quote, go unplugged. Helping me to recap the day is my colleague Maria Dapolito, the Director of Student Engagement at the Columbus College of Art and Design. When the students decided this is something they wanted to do, it was Maria that they went to for guidance. Unplug Day started as an idea that stemmed from students really being extra stressed out and um, anxious around campus. Um, our student government really realized that the student body on campus was feeling this extra anxiety and we started asking ourselves why. And the answer to that question a lot of the times was social media and technology. So um, student government really wanted to think about how we can maybe decrease that a little bit and serve as a resource to help lessen that stress. And that's where Unplug Day kind of came out. Students came to you and said, we want to unplug. It kind of stemmed from hearing from a member of the board asking, like, you know, why are students so stressed? What? Why is this? And the answer from that um, came, you know, a lot. A lot is going on at school, but also a lot's going on online. We're really plugged in. We're always wanting to know more. And that can lead to a lot of stress. And the students did come to me and they said, you know, wouldn't it be cool if the entire campus turned off everything for 24 hours? And I said, yeah, that'd be really cool. I, I hope that that could happen. Let's let's try it. So, And how'd they go about making that happen? So it actually came out as an idea last fall. And the main thing that I told them that for this to work, it was going to have to take buy-in. So we were going to have to figure out who were our main stakeholders in this event. So whether that was administration, faculty, other students, do student, other students actually want to do this? Um, so we did some research first. We did a survey to see if other students were really feeling this way. And we got that results from the survey and we thought, okay, the students are on board. And then the next step was to go to administration. Uh, so our student government, uh, they came to me first and then together we went to um, Chris Mundell, our VP for Student Affairs. And then we went to Dr. Korn and Everybody was on board, the marketing uh, department was on board. And then this semester, we announced it as an idea during our faculty staff meeting in January. It's not groundbreaking news that social media can be addictive or that it contributes negatively to wellness. In fact, studies have shown this to be a fact. 
Research on teen usage of social media found that as screen time hours went up, so did the percentage of the population showing at least one suicidal risk factor. It isn't like social media is some kind of bird box that will emit rays of anxiety and stress, but social media does tend to have a way of sucking us in. Like we're falling into the sunken place. We can't quite get out. This is because social media is the pipeline. Inherently, pipes aren't bad, but what gets delivered through them may be. The same research that indicates increased stress and anxiety in teens using social media also connects how social media facilitates social stressors. Think about when you found out about an event you weren't invited to, or compared yourself to your peers and felt less attractive, or attended a social gathering and felt sidelined, or heard someone spreading gossip about you. How did you feel? Now you're in the sunken place. That feeling gets perpetuated dozens or hundreds of times daily when we instantly hear from everyone we know, even people we don't, all at the touch of our fingers. And it can create a cycle. Our engagement in social media makes us think we're missing out. So to be more active, we engage on social media more and more. So it is no wonder that students themselves recognize that screen time has a point of diminishing returns and ultimately becomes something that makes us feel worse if we spend enough time on it. And a lot of people recognize that for themselves, like what this student said when I asked why they were participating in CCAD's recent Unplugged Day event. I am participating in this just because I need to step away from social media. It's not good for my mental health recently, and I need to like realize that and take time to help myself during the day by stepping away and being around my friends who will make me feel better. I find myself like scrolling through social media, then seeing like what other people are doing and then feeling bad about myself that I wasn't like doing that or whatever. And it's like, I have my own life. I have my own needs. I need to do what's best for me. And we're using social media more and more. College-age students specifically are using more social media platforms and are checking them more often than any other age group. But this isn't a sleeping giant or some hidden festering symptom. College students just seem more anxious and stressed. We can practically see the weight of social pressure being carried around on their backs. Seeing this actually started the whole conversation that resulted in creating an Unplugged Day. This came about about a year ago, actually, from student government's presence in a board of trustees meeting. This is Mackenzie Willers, the Student Government Association president at CCAD. A board member had raised some concerns about students seeming very stressed out and anxious, and he wanted to know why that was. And it was me and another representative from student government, and we were both like, um, well, there's a lot of reasons. And from there, we kind of took that back to student government. And we knew this wasn't the type of thing that you could solve with one event or just one, you know, there's not one answer to this problem. But we decided as a collective to kind of sit down and look at how technology plays a role in our overall mental well-being. And we kind of took that idea and spinned it into Unplugged Day. So we see that students are stressed and research supports it. The same Pew study that said college students are frequenting social media the most also had a surprising find. A majority of college-age students say giving up social media would actually be easy, not hard at all to give up. Only 14% said it would be very hard. Many said it would be a little hard, but most, 59% said it would be not too hard or not hard at all. Enter this grand experiment. Get the campus to ditch digital for one day which isn't exactly easy. 
This is a student initiative, but something they want the whole college to do. Maria Depolito is the director of student engagement and has to consider what it means to unplug. Not just not check social media, but not check anything for an entire day. No text, no emails, and no social media. So with those three things, email for faculty and staff um, and even students was a really big thing. Um, how, how are we supposed to do our job? How am I supposed to conduct my day-to-day office life? And that was a really difficult thing to kind of figure out for a lot of um, people on campus. So I think that was a kind of a bit of a pushback. But for us, it was more of just, okay, well, if everyone stops sending an email for 24 hours, that means nobody has to respond to an email for 24 hours, which means everybody's taking a break. So that meant everybody had to be on board. Obviously, I think that there were some people who couldn't do it um, with their job titles and stuff like that and and the work that they were doing. But I think that for the most part, people were able to, instead of sending a quick email, just stop by or make a phone call or does this really need to happen today? Can I hold it off till tomorrow? Just to take a break and, and to, you know, check in with yourself. Unplug day doesn't mean like shut off the lights and cut off the electricity. It just means like maybe take a pause to say like what's most important, you know, because like I, I know like I responded to a couple emails that day, but for the most part, I was like I, I gave myself like one time of the day to check in mm-hmm. and then I saw what was there and I was like, which of these are most urgent to respond to? Mm-hmm. And then the rest were just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave till tomorrow. Yeah. Which is still a way of unplugging, even though like technically I looked at a screen that yeah. day. For unplug day, it wasn't like <laughs> we wanted to make sure to tell our students to like, this doesn't mean go radio silent and don't answer calls from mom or dad on, on if they call you to that day. This means really check in with yourself, figure out what's most important, and maybe challenge yourself a little bit to have those face-to-face interactions with people um, who you might just be texting all day or emailing all day or you know liking their posts all day. So really just checking in with yourself, having that interaction, um, and kind of prioritizing like what is the most important thing to do. So putting together a day where you do not do something means you need to put together some activities where you do do something. We knew that taking away um, email and text and social media was going to leave a lot of free time for students um, and faculty and staff. So we wanted to make sure that we were, you know, filling that with fun things, but also creating spaces where conversations can be had. We had a an actual wall that you could post how you were feeling on with a, t- a ton of post-its around. Um, we had um, a space where you can sit at a table and actually have conversations with folks that were prompted by little conversation hearts since it was right around Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. We, we went with the heart theme. Um, you were also able to build your own terrarium type thing and have a succulent to take home. Um, and we also had um, snacks, coffee, you know, things that really create engaging space. Uh, we, that's what we really wanted to do. And we just wanted to make sure that we were, you know, giving space to actually have the discussions that we wanted to prompt by having Unplugged Day. So they built a day of unpluggedness. Working in student affairs, I had a heads up that this day was coming, and when it was announced, I noticed that much of our team, myself included, were optimistically skeptical. It sounds like a great idea, but will anyone follow through with it? Or will it be the day we were supposed to unplug, but no one really did? Like carpool to work days, or take the stairs days? This was the first time doing it, and I don't think anyone really knew what to expect. Your office is right there. And so Crane mm-hmm. is the where the student center is, yep. where everyone is. And uh, your office is like kind of on the first floor, right in the thick of things. Mm-hmm. So you get to see Crane every day. Mm-hmm. Describe Crane to me 
on Tuesday versus Wednesday. Wednesday was unplugged day. How was it different than a normal day? So normally, Crane is a, a central hub for campus. People are there grabbing their coffee, doing work, but there's not many conversations being had. Uh, it's headphones are in, it's eyes on the screens, it's homework, and you know, rightly so. That's it's a it's a space for students to get their work done. Um, but on Wednesday, it was a space for students to chat with each other. Um, faculty stopped by, staff stopped by. It was so lively and bright and uh, everybody was having conversations. Everybody was talking. Nobody was really looking at their screens. Um, and it was really just kind of like a bright spot on campus. Uh, really, I would I would say loud maybe. Uh, and normally it's not that loud. Um, and it was really, really just exciting to see all of the students kind of interact with each other and faculty and staff. I was kind of hesitant about the response. Um, I kept an open mind though. I didn't have like high or low expectations. I had a couple professors two months in advance come up to me and say, hey, I'm really excited for this. This sounds like a great initiative. So that kind of boosted my morale a little bit, but I'm pretty surprised at how well received it's been today before even the lunch hour started. There were a bunch of people down here like writing sticky notes and partaking in our events. So I'm really pleased at how popular it's been so far yeah it, to me it felt like this must be what it was like to work at a college like in the 90s or, you know, yeah, or in the yeah. early 2000s because it was like everyone's just here kind of talking to each other yeah to see yeah to see all the students there like talking and it was loud and it was but it was loud in a, like a positive fun mm -hmm. way was like you yeah, know, it felt like an event. And it's funny, like even in setting up the event, I had to watch myself and how I was doing it too. Because normally what would happen for events hosted by student engagement, we would post on Facebook and we would like make sure to put it on Instagram, on our stories or post on it on Twitter, you know. And I, as I was setting up the event, I was like, oh, we should post about this on Facebook. And I was like, no, we've got to figure out a better way to to get this information to students so that we can engage together. Um, so, you know, that whether that was, you know, walking to the residence halls and telling the RAs that this is happening and for the RAs to tell their students or just something like that. So it's it's it was funny just in creating that environment, how how technology kind of played a role in that too. Yeah, and your first instinct is to use technology, but to make it more authentic, like you, you can't have a hashtag for unplugged day. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which I think someone on the physical wall posted like hashtag unplugged day. I think that was Chris Mundell. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I was like, that's pretty ironic to like, you know, put a hashtag. During unplugged day, I spent time around the wall, named after Facebook's wall, which doesn't really exist anymore. And this was actually on a pane of glass in the lobby of the Crane Center, which was ground zero for student activities during the event. The wall was a place where you could go and you could write a message on a post-it note and actually physically post it on the glass. So it was the replacement for social media, actually physically putting a note out there for the universe to see. This is where I caught up with a few students who are participating in the day to ask how it was going. I feel happy when I look at things like that and I would hope all the people would too. So I wanted to put something on there just to make someone happy. Um, when it comes to Unplug Day, I'm doing my best. I'm not necessarily staying away from all social media just because you kind of have to keep your presence up in this day and age. But um, I think it's cool. I really admire people that can do that and have that opportunity. Um, this event is just like really cute and really cool and very wholesome and I'm enjoying it. I feel like it's good to take a break from things from time to time so you can like see things in a different way. 
So I feel like when I go back to social media now, I may see it in a different way. As artists, we like rely on social media to like, I don't know, for like our careers to make connections. So it's really nice just like getting away from all that for like a day. Nearby students were giving away succulents, small plants to care for. This isn't the first time succulents have shown up at a CCAD event. And when they do, they're always a big hit. We decided to showcase a little succulent event up here to kind of promote wellness in the way that, you know, plants are growing and so are we. And also, this was a hot commodity at the beginning of the year with like the welcome back event. So the lines were huge, which promoted conversation, like in-person contact. And I think in a world where we're constantly just communicating over the phone, email, it's just really nice to like breathe in the air together and share a conversation face to face. Do you have a succulent? I have many succulents yeah. in my room at home. I look, and you know, they promote wellness in a way that like, it's something to care for as well. You know what I mean? On top of yourself. On top of yourself. It's part of your self-care routine. Yeah, it actually is. Yeah, yeah. taking care of your plants. And it's just nice, especially in the winter time, just see like greenery, you know? And what does Unplug Day mean for you? In the midst of uh, the craziness that we always experience here as students, our workloads are so intense that it's just nice to see everybody kind of relax. It's a breath of fresh air for me. For me, I think it's just a day of relaxation in terms of it's one less thing that I have to worry about on top of everything else that might be on my plate. And I think it's a way that I can still be engaged in the way that I want to and also get a chance to take a step away from everything else that might be stressing me out. So I'm also excited to see how this carries out because not only did we want to jumpstart the idea of like unplugging and like just taking time for yourself and others, but we want this to continue. You know what I mean? Not just for one day. I'm excited to see what happens. All that noise you hear in the background, those are students waiting in line for their succulent. It's loud. People are laughing. They're engaging in social conversation. It's not usually like that in the Crane Center. So this was definitely an exception to the rule. But it makes sense that students like their succulents. It's a hands-on activity. You put together a terrarium and then you have a plant and you care for it. And studies show that having a plant or having a pet to take care of promotes good wellness. So it's all in line with the day. As I hung around, I began to read the messages on the wall and was actually kind of surprised by what I was finding. Here I jump back into my conversation with Maria. Yeah. But th- that wall was interesting because it's like you do an experiment online of like what happens when like people are anonymous and can post things mm-hmm. and you know, often it, it goes negative real fast Mm -hmm. and I was reading the wall before I went home at the end of the day and I'm sure there were more things posted at night but like up until five o'clock it was all positive messages of encouragement Mm -hmm. or some people were advertising events and other people were you know there were some like memes like people were drawing little little pictures and stuff and it's like it's interesting how quickly we adapt like some things are very similar like same same types of things you'd see Mm -hmm. online but for the most part it was like when someone took the time to say I'm going to physically write something and I'm going to post it there mm-hmm. that they chose to be more positive yeah. than if they were just typing on a keyboard sure. and hitting submit. And it's interesting that like there was, there's maybe like one negative thing I mm-hmm. saw, but like, and there were maybe like 50 or more post-its, but they were all super positive and happy. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought about that too. It's like, you're actually placing your words somewhere else to be seen by other folks. And when you're doing that online, you don't think about it. You just type and you press enter. But the actual act of writing it down and putting it on a wall, I feel like you have more ownership about that. And I, and what I was hopeful, what I am hopeful about is that that kind of lesson rings true is that your words have meaning and your words are seen by other people. And whether that's a new job or your grandma or even people who don't know you, but your posts are on 
public, um, it's important that you, you know, are careful with what you do post and, and what you really mean to say. Because it was still anonymous. You mm-hmm. you wrote that post and you don't know who yeah. wrote it, but like you had to take the action. I'm going to write a message down and physically post it, which is a mm-hmm. little different than just, you know, hitting. Yeah. It. And when you first decided to do this, did you think the news would be there? I mean, there were two news stations and like one newspaper, maybe two newspapers, but like there's, there's a bunch of media there. If you had to put down your phone for 24 hours, could you do it? How long can you go without it? We're talking students, faculty, and staff at the Columbus College of Art and Design. Unplugged day. It's a student-led initiative. Students at CCAD are challenging their peers, though, to put the phones down for a day and make real connections. Today, they disconnected from social media for 24 hours. Instead, students could write notes on what they called an analog Facebook wall. Did you, did yeah. you know that when you first conceived it? Cause I know there's a little bit of heads up from mm-hmm. like our PR team that like the news is showing up. Yeah. But when you first started, did you think like, this is going to be a big hit or did you just think this is going to be something small and isolated on campus? Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I thought, you know, I didn't think that it would be on the local news. I didn't think that that would happen at all. Um, and I think that's a tribute to the ideas and the execution of what the students really wanted to do. Um, I didn't think that it was going to be that big. I thought maybe it would just be, you know, self-contained in our little corner of downtown Columbus. But it's, it's, it was really exciting and really, really well received. Why do people care so much? I think it's because people just see the typical millennial as the person who has their head in their phone and, you know, doesn't care what's going on around the world outside them or about who's next to them. And what our students did at CCAD was the exact opposite of that. And that's really, really, um, for me, it's not surprising. And I'm sure for you, it's not surprising either because we work with these students on a daily basis. But I think for the general public, it might've been a little bit shocking to see that millennials wanted to put their phones down. Um, And I was happy to see that because to know the students is to know that they are more than just the technology in their hands. And it was really exciting to see that um, stereotype kind of go away for the day. Who would have thought in 2019, giving up social media for just one day would be a big news event? I asked the same question. Were you surprised that the media came to Mackenzie Willers? You'll recall she's the Student Government Association president at CCAD. I was very surprised that this would be something they would care about, the media. I, I just kind of rolled with it, but like as it's all been happening, I'm like, wow, this is kind of this is kind of weird that the, like the news is here and the dispatch is here and everybody cares enough about this to come report on it. So it's it's like a good surprise. You know? Why do you think they care about it? Um, I guess I can only speak from a personal standpoint, but I think Unplugged Day is unique in that we take a non-critical approach. I think a lot of other organizations kind of go at it from a criticizing standpoint, like you're a bad person because you're on your phone so much, like you should stop being on your phone so much. But when we were tackling this, we knew we didn't want to take that angle. So we've been going at it from a more positive standpoint and kind of like a promotion of introspection and like taking a step back to see how this is affecting an individual's mental health kind of angle. And I think that's unique in this type. I know a lot of people advocate for not using technology as frequently, but I don't think it's quite in this manner as often. So I think that's what makes it unique. So for you being working in student engagement, I mean, what did Unplugged Day mean for you? For me and student engagement, it's important that other faculty and staff have connections with students 
outside of an official capacity because I think that that is where students become engaged the most. They feel like a connection, to, they have a connection to campus. They feel like they have something that grounds them, that CCAD is home for them. Um, and that's where the real engagement comes. And without students, we wouldn't have a place to work. We wouldn't have a place to um, come every day. So I think, um, part of the charge of student engagement is to create those instances where students have that ability to chat with faculty and staff and um, we're able to continue to create spaces where they feel at home and where they feel like they're engaged and uh, listened to and heard. Do you think you'll do it again or will do it again as a college? Yes, um, we're hoping to make it an annual event and hopefully with more buy-in and more backing and more of a excitement build, um, we'll be able to grow and you know, hopefully maybe we'll have a, a citywide unplugged day one day. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I know, that'd be wild. So I mentioned the, the physical wall and that there were no names on it, but I did see one that had a name on it. It said, I really want to check Instagram right now from <laughs> Maria. How, so how well did you do? Um, I did okay until later that night because the Frozen 2 trailer came out and I had to share that because it looked so good. Um, but I didn't check Instagram until like nine o'clock at night, which is really great for me. That's pretty good. Yeah. So as a professional, I mean, obviously this was important for you as part of your job and program, but as a human being, like, how did you feel at the end of the day having gone through like no social media? Did you I feel I felt, good? Yeah, I felt great. I felt relaxed. I felt... Sometimes I feel like my eyes cross a little bit when I look at my phone too much. So I felt like my my eyes were clear and I was clear headed and I didn't have a headache. And um, I also didn't have like the weight of seeing what's going on in the world on my shoulders that day, even though I still knew it was there. I didn't I didn't necessarily see it by scrolling all the time. So that was really exciting. Um, and I I don't know. As as a person, I I made my partner do it uh, as well, and he didn't do as well as I did, but um, he liked it too. So we were able to kind of, on a personal level, just connect a little bit more and have conversations when we normally would be, you know, TV on in the background, scrolling through our phones. So it was nice. Yeah. And it's probably safe to say our students felt the same way going yeah. through it. So mm-hmm. that's great. Well, thanks a lot for sharing with us about. Um, Unplugged Day, and mm-hmm. it's it's I think a wonderful experiment that I proved to work pretty well. So I'm looking forward to it happening again. Yeah, absolutely. Hashtag Unplugged. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. In student affairs, our whole goal is to make students be in the right frame for success. That means having a safe environment, a positive environment, a productive environment. Whatever your mission may be, it could be a career goal or graduating, starting a new project or business. You'll be weighed down by the unhealthy things in your life. So unplugging, even for just a day, is one way to reset and focus. It is only when we step away momentarily and then return do we gain new perspective. So if you feel you are in a whirlwind, you feel you are running in place, you feel like something that just won't budge needs to move, it could be that something, maybe social media, maybe something else, needs to take a pause in your life. Give it a try. When CCAD did, it went pretty well. I want to thank our in-studio guest, Maria Dapolito, and all the students I spoke to in the field. Some of them, like Mackenzie Willers, played a central role in the planning of the day's events. But we have one more segment before I let you go. One student at CCAD wrote a piece inspired by Unplugged Day for an assignment, and full disclosure, for an assignment in a class I teach, but the assignment wasn't about Unplugged Day at all, so I didn't know it was coming. 
When I heard it, I asked if I could include it in this episode since it is very well done and relevant to the topic. So we leave you today with Amanda Burnside, senior at Columbus College of Art and Design, and you've been listening to First You Hustle. We'll see you next time. I will be reading a piece that I wrote inspired by CCAD's Unplugged Day. Sunshine pours into the room like creamer into a coffee mug. Outside, you can hear the morning dove singing her song like she does every morning, just like she does every morning. The touch of the sheets and covers are warm and you have perfectly cocooned yourself. You slowly stretch your arms and legs out. You reach your arms towards the one you love, the one person you trust the most, like you do every morning. Only this morning is different. Something has gone terribly wrong. Your partner in crime, the one person you love most, is not there. You may be thinking, where have they gone? Are they just going for a scenic walk? Or are they going to get the perfectly photogenic blueberry oatmeal breakfast with the handcrafted cappuccino that you've been seeing a lot lately? If you were thinking any of those things, then you are sorely mistaken. Suddenly, you feel dread and fear as you look at the empty space. The once queen-sized bed now feels like an open ocean with deep, treacherous waters and you are left stranded with the sharks. There is a note on the pillow next to you. Hesitantly, you pick it up. You pick it up and read the message, taking in each word with a heavy, sinking heart. Dear you, by the time you read this, I will already be gone. I have decided to pack my things and go somewhere else more fulfilling. I want to feel like a real person, not just a photo you swipe right or left on. I want to experience real places, not just a photo on your feed. I want to exist without disappearing after 24 hours. I am more than just a comment or a swipe or a scroll or a double tap. I am a real person, but I fear that you don't notice that anymore. I tried to tell you, I tried to let you in on my feelings, to be real and honest and in the present moment with you, but the prison that lays next to you when you sleep, that illuminates your face when I'm sitting across from you at dinner, that forces your head down when we're walking down the street, has gripped you by your soul. I can tell by the way that you are disinterested and dissatisfied with real experiences that you are too far gone. You left me no choice but to reconsider everything. How can I live my life when I am in love with someone who refuses to live theirs? For someone who favors the feed rather than what's right in front of them. You were too obsessed with image and the trends and the likes and the followers, but you didn't realize what was right in front of you. A real, breathing person, someone who loved you a lot, someone who was longing for your attention, for your smile, for your laugh, and your touch. So while you retweet, share, like, and post, I will be escaping my own prison and joining the real world. 
I hope you finally see that there's something real out here, and you decide to look up every once in a while. I know I will be here waiting, with my hands reaching out for you.